of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements and happy Memorial Day to you. I'm here with my wife Patty. We're still in Pennsylvania. Hello there. North of Pittsburgh in Slippery Rock where we watched the Lion Fire Music Festival Saturday and Sunday because it was going on where we were staying at the campground and yeah, and we love my live music, so it was great to have Yeah, we got exposed to more bands, and one of those bands is Nevada Color, who we will have on. We recorded an interview with them yesterday after their set. They opened the main stage of day two of the Lion Fire Music Festival. The headliners on Sunday were Puddle of Mud and Moon Taxi, but the day began with Nevada Color, and we will have them on next after this word from Children's Hope Alliance. You see, everybody else has a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying, what's wrong with me, you know? Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our independent living program to help him transition into adulthood. I'm thankful being an independent living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be. Independent living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org slash advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S. That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn how to give hope to a child. Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. We are joined by Pittsburgh rock band Nevada Color, who opened the main stage for Sunday's lineup at the Lion Fire Music Festival in Slippery Rock. We've got Quinn Wirth, Max Kowalczyk, Chris Sikra, Adam Valen, and Druva Krishna. Guys, welcome. Hey, hey thanks for having us. I hope I got all the names right. Yeah, you did. You did. Nailed it. We'll get to the music questions in a bit, but I'm assuming as Pittsburgh natives, you guys are all Pirates fans? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you got me, anybody like have a really good baseball memory? I have a bad baseball memory. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go down that route. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not, I, I have plenty of good ones. Um, I think the best part about being a Pirates fan, especially at our age, um, around third or fourth grade was when they built PNC Park. You know, which was yeah. a very big deal because before that they had Three Rivers, which was a nice stadium, but wasn't like the thing to come and see and look at and view the city or not quite a landmark like PNC Park is now. So they later brought the All-Star Game for that. Um, they do frequent firework nights, which are really nice. That gets a lot of people out. Um, those are all the good memories. The bad memories were I was a huge Brian Giles fan when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Like okay. huge, like that, that yeah. whole core, uh, Brian Giles, Jason Kendall, uh, Chris Benson. Um, but anyway, um, they traded him. That's the bad news. I, I used to watch every single game and I would go to all the games and like I would always sit in left field and then they just traded him to San Diego and I was like, I'm never going to watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 what was your reaction to the McCutcheon trade then last year? I didn't care. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I I understand that it's like a big deal for the city, but, you know, he's got to do his thing. You know, like... Uh, You'd already been scarred and you're going on from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. I, I think if 
if you're in a situation where he is, where obviously he wants to stay and obviously he loves the city, but if you don't have somebody that's going to value you for what you're worth, it's like you need to move on and do what's best for yourself. So, yeah. very good message. No, no, uh, no hard feelings, Kutch. <laughs> <laughs> now, when when you guys travel, like when you go on tour, do you, do you try to like maybe etch out a, a time to go see a baseball game in another city at all? Uh, it's, it's pretty difficult. Yeah. It's pretty, we, like just between travel time I mean your drive even short drives you know to major cities you're driving three or four hours typically especially when you start getting out west it's a lot further and usually we'll you know play the show pack up stay there that night leave the next morning by the time you actually get to the city and figure out where the venue is and get all the parking it's about time to load in and do sound checks all right okay sometimes we'll have a day off which is nice yeah but usually those days we just want to like relax, relax and like don't and and we don't even yeah we don't want to like even try and fill the day with anything yeah. it's just like just <laughs> we, relax we do try to take in the culture of other cities that whenever we're there mm -hmm. uh, do you have a favorite city or place you've been uh, yeah, different. Not, not with the BAM. <laughs> individually, for sure. Yeah, individually, yeah. yeah. Um, well, who's who's been to other baseball stadiums? I have. I, I have, have Park. one. You've been to Miller Park? Mm -hmm. Okay. I went to Miller Park. Uh, they were playing. I was a big Tim Linscombe fan for a while. Okay. Um, when he was good. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it's hard to, like, be a Giants fan living in Pittsburgh, obviously, but mm -hmm. uh, one of my Little League shirts was, like, a nice... Like we we had a travel team that were the Giants, so like I went to Miller Park with my friend who's from Wisconsin and his family, uh, and they were playing the Giants, and I wore my Giants shirt to Miller Park, and uh, the whole time I was just screaming Grand Slam, like every, <laughs> every single every single like thing that they were up to bat. I was just like, Grand Slam, come and heard it here first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, it was like six to seven or something like that in the bottom of the eighth, and they actually hit a Grand Slam. I don't know who actually hit it, but like nice. I stood <laughs> up and was like freaking out, and like the yeah. family was so embarrassed. <laughs> um, but no, that was my first and only time at Miller Park, and it was really nice because the overhead, you know, it like closes off when it's yeah. starting to rain, and it's very cool. Well, Patty, Adam was saying he's a... I've been to three, actually. Um, I'm trying to think. I've been to Fenway Park in Boston. Nice. I just went to City Field in New York for Mets game. I ha I hated City Field. Oh, really? Yes. Why? Just because uh, there's there's absolutely nothing around it. And yeah. Airplanes well, constantly going over. Except for the airport, which is annoying. <laughs> the the train ride home is really, really long. Yeah. Yes. It's, like an hour, it's like an hour train ride like back into the city. Yeah. Uh, mm. then was, uh, I can't remember. The Phillies Park. Um, Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I might not have been that at the time, but um, when I was probably like 12 or 13, I was on like a camp retreat and we ended up like going to Philly and had like a day off and like went to uh, Philly's games. So really That's cool. a nice stadium. We actually enjoyed uh, Citizens Bank Park and Patty loved Fenway. Yeah. Just for the history, the history, yeah, the yeah exactly. That's the best exactly. ballpark I've ever been to. It's so, yeah, with all the history and everything, like seeing the green, like I've, my hey, stepdad was like, what? <laughs> my stepdad grew up like a big like Red Sox fan, so like I was basically like raised on like the Pirates and the Red Sox and um Big Poppy. Yeah, Big oh, Poppy. Yeah. Yeah, big Poppy big, is <laughs> awesome. Um I remember like I went to I went to a game and it was like I was really big into like watching like sports centers, like the top ten was like a big thing and uh the game I went to, like it was a uh, Johnny Damon, like he caught a ball off of the wall, like jumped off a wall and caught it. Mm -hmm. It was kinda crazy and I made like the top play in Sports Center. I thought it was kinda cool. That's cool. But, but you were telling me about something about the expos? Oh yeah, I mean when I play uh, when I played like like T ball league or whatever, um, 
I played like as well, we had like all like the franchise teams in our uh, like T-ball league. So like there were like the Giants, the uh, the Chicago Cubs, and everything. I played for the Montreal Expos as like, <laughs> as, like an eight year old or something. Yeah. What? We're hoping that? they come back. What was the channeling your inner Andre Dawson? What is it? The Nationals? Yeah. Yeah, they became the yep. Nationals. So if they expand, though, we're hoping they go back to Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Um. So what, and you mentioned Milwaukee, we're actually, uh, the, the Brewers donated 50 tickets to a foster care organization in Wisconsin for the Very June cool. 21st game against the Cardinals, and we've been able to get some kids out to Major League Baseball games in Miami, we'll, we'll do it again in Detroit, we did some minor league games in uh, North Carolina and Greensboro and uh, 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 Durham. Uh, Adam, you recently worked on an event with the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh mm -hmm. and the actress and comedian Tiffany Haddish. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Uh, what was the event, and uh, what did you guys do? Yeah, so uh, like off of the band, like this is for my personal job with uh, called Justin Entertainment. We're a Pittsburgh-based concert promoter and producer, um, and we had booked Tiffany Haddish for a sellout show at the Benham Center in downtown Pittsburgh. And um, one of her uh, requests for like the entire tour was she hosted a VIP meet and greet, um, and all proceeds for that she wanted to partner up uh, locally with um, a local foster care uh, organization and all proceeds for the VIP meet and greet went to that specific uh, local foster care organization. And they used the money to give all uh, of the foster care, foster care children, um, what was it, briefcases? Or suitcases, actually. Because um, they, she like grew up as a foster care child hmm. and like would go in and out of foster care uh, homes. And she always had to like be packing her bags to go to different places. So she didn't want people to feel like, you know, they had, um, nothing to like hold all their belongings so it was like pretty important to her to do that so you know we had a sell crowd and ended up raising like five thousand dollars for nice. the children's institute and you know they used that money to do that to buy uh like suitcases for all these kids which is really nice because they don't have them yeah that's great you guys you mentioned i think that you did a another something with the children's rock or something yeah just recently we did um it's well we played a show it's a benefit show for Cure Rock. It's called, yeah, the Cure Rock. Yeah. Cure Rock. Um, Children's Cancer Research. Yeah, it's Pediatric Cancer Research. It's it, it, uh, a charity event for pediatric cancer research. So. Yeah, how how important is it to you guys to, to kind of like do that type of community service? We do it whenever the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. Whenever someone reaches out for a benefit show, we, we do that. We've played a, a couple, I think, the benefit yeah. shows. Um, At least a couple, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they when they uh, reached out to us, we were very excited to, you know, be a part of it. It was it was a great event. Um, it's at the Hard Rock down in uh, this in Station Square in Pittsburgh. Neat. Um, and yeah, it was just it was it was a really uh, good event to be a part of. They had like a guest speakers come up and talk about it. Like they had, the one girl actually announced that she was uh, in remission and everything. Nice. It was like mm, it's awesome. a really touching event. So. Yeah, it was great. Um, what kind of, when, when when you meet with with kids at these events what kind of things are you telling them especially kids who might want to get into music mm. our our only most recent one was uh you tried to give that girl uh i wasn't really a part of it i was just the subject of it you tried to give oh, that yeah. girl a cd and she's like who the hell are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know and then and so, yeah, so like we we were like oh yeah like like one of the girls that was speaking at that at that Kira rock event and we were like oh we should give her like a t-shirt and uh and some stickers and stuff and so i like walked up to her i was like hey like we wanted to congratulate you like about like 
say uh, congratulations about your remission and everything. Uh, we'll give you this T-shirt." And she like looked at me like she had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then like later, we're walking out, and she like runs up to Quinn because he's her singer, you know. And she's like, "She's like, oh my god!" I was like, "I should have had you give her the T-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> I give her the T-shirt. Uh, the front man gets all the spoils. Huh? <laughs> you also told her great job. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you guys formed in 2012, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it's right. kind of crazy. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Um, how'd you come? How'd you guys come together? I realize Drew's new to the band, but how'd you guys come together? And where did the name Nevada Color come from as a as a band from Pittsburgh? <laughs> uh, Chris and I were in another band before this, and we decided to branch off and start this band, um, just different stylistically. And uh, so he knew Quinn, and I knew Adam. And we got together, started playing, and yeah, it just kind of naturally happened, I guess. And yeah. uh, we had our other drummer that I went to high school with, yeah. and everything. Uh, and he was in the band for a while, and recently just got too busy with other things, so he had to leave. But uh, but yeah, and then we had Druva come in. Yeah. But and the name the name came from uh, like the color part of it. Chris and I kind of talked about why we wanted to leave the old band, and you know we and and why we want to start this new thing, and and we wanted something name-wise that would uh, you know kind of be representative of, of what we were trying to do with this band and that word was color uh, just it kind of represents youthfulness and it could represent a bunch of different things but, we had written a few uh, songs at that point that yeah. like were in this in the realm of like pop rock like indie pop yeah. rock and so something uh youthful like you said yeah just yeah make yeah and then and the had a part just came from Quinn was on a racehorse name generator. <laughs> 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 the Nevada sound wave came up. And, uh, we had Nevada color and haven't thought about it since. Really. Yeah. We had a show. We had a show coming up actually, like in like a week, and we didn't even we have, have a name yet. We were like in between names. We were actually billed as like a diff. We were billed as like color theory for like a couple <laughs> weeks, and then so That's glad bad. that that got dropped. <laughs> so, bad. It was so bad. And then, but we just didn't know what to do. And then, then finally, we like looked up that name, and we were like, wow, there's like a ton of other artists that are terrible that have this like name a lot of color? And, like, no color, <laughs> color and like uh and so then then we started like looking into it more and then nevada color came up and we were like oh that's great well at least like have it for now and maybe we'll like think about it because we were still so young but it's stuck for five years you know? i think there may also be a page out there with our faces on it that says the apartment <laughs> there I might think be. that might still be out there somewhere. Like, have you mean on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that, that's... Have me. you guys played a show in Nevada? No. no. Well, yeah. well, well that's gotta happen. <laughs> None of us have ever been in Nevada, right? I think you need to get, like, yeah, you know, on the horn with, like, Celine Dion's people. You, you know, you guys can, like... It's a good name, though. I like it. It's very catchy, so... Thank you. Now you mentioned uh, you play uh, like indie pop rock. It's very upbeat, fun. I mean, we had fun watching you guys. Uh, Drew, you're very uh, 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 energetic on <laughs> yes, on the drums. Sure. You that up every song. Yeah, every time. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. <laughs> so much so that if you lose if you lose a sense of where you're at for more than five seconds, you'll skip a chord and be like, Did I, did I just get that triplet? It must have been pretty cool. I know there's not a lot of people at the the Lion Fire Festival this first year they're doing it, but kind of neat to say you uh, you open the stage on the day when they're going to have Puddle of Mud and uh, Moon, Moon Taxi yeah. as the headliners tonight. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, whenever they said that those were going to be, well, the, Puddle of Mud was actually a late edition, but 
whenever they said uh, Moon Taxi was playing, we were really excited oh, about yes. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. What are your guys' <laughs> like musical influences? I think it's all over the place. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's all over yeah. the place. I mean, I think we definitely collectively draw inspiration from like bands like The Killers and you know, Two Cinema Club, Vampire, Vampire Weekend, Vampire Weekend, a lot of like other indie rock bands. Um, but like individually, we all have like different tastes. Like I love like Simon and Garfunkel, and I don't know about the rest of you guys. We all love Simon and Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so that oh, said, oh, my, oh, my land. so that said, what do you think of uh, Disturbs remake of uh, Sound it's of Silence? It's very good. It's very, very. Have you guys heard it? Yeah. Yeah. People I don't think it's their song though. They won a Grammy for it. Actually. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I I did not know. Well, that. Was so yeah. I'm not a big I mean, fan. I'm not a big fan of the Grammys yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is good though. It is like good. Like my my younger sister actually showed it to me, and I was like. Uh, honestly, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what's happening right now? <laughs> when uh, you guys do a uh, cover, what's your favorite cover to do? Uh, Billy Idol. Yeah, yeah. my favorite. I, we've done a lot of different ones. We try to do things that are nothing like our sound. You know what I'm saying? Because I think mm -hmm. it's fun when you take an idea and try to mesh it with your own idea. But I think our, our favorite is uh, Dancing With Myself. Okay. Like That's really awesome. Know. That's a very that fun. Not, not Crazy fun. Train, like you mentioned earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was between Crazy Train and Freebird, so I just went with Crazy Train slash Freebird combo. <laughs> <laughs> That's our original. Yeah, we, we did some interesting ones. Like, we did... Uh, we did KG Elephant a couple times, like Angels okay. for the Wicked. That was yeah. a lot of fun. That's a good song. Um, we yeah. Kid Cudi. A Kid Cudi. Uh, yeah. yeah, we did uh, what? Psycho up, up and away. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Talking Heads. That was a funny one too, because uh, again with like the Disturbed thing, it was like I we got hit up by a couple people on like Facebook, and they were like, I really like that one song. You guys <laughs> like, like, had like Psycho in it. I was like, that was a cover. Actually, we just we just recently did like we played a. A show at Druva's place, and we did a, oh, a mashup, like a, oh, yeah. a medley of eighties songs, eighties uh, three eighties songs. Yeah. Oh, fun! Girls or, just want to have fun. Uh, into, take on me. me. Into uh, Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. Yeah. <laughs> so Quinn, you can hit that, that night. Those high notes. Oh, of course. Okay. Right now. End the thing. Yeah. Let's hear <laughs> take. Nice. Nice. Well done. Now I have to cough. <laughs> <laughs> My body is broken. <laughs> so, um, how, how can people find and uh, purchase your music? Are you on iTunes? Uh, yeah, yes. we're, on, we're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, any, any trail. Yeah. online music distributor. Yeah, we're on there. Nevada yeah. Color, folks. Patty and I watched them live, and they were awesome. They're fun. Uh, uh, so you're. You just wrapped up the show here north of your hometown. Uh, what's next on the 2018 Nevada Color Tour? Uh, well, no touring, no immediate touring for right now. Um, we just finished up recording, so we're still in that process. So we're going to release some new music uh, fairly soon. Yeah, um, which is really exciting. We've been on for a while, kind of caught up with some business things and <coughs> released music for a little bit there. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so it's exciting to finally be able to release some stuff. But we, we're just getting it all together right now and finalizing the mixes and um, getting the video content together. And so yeah, that's that's about it for now. We're gonna see what happens once we put that out, and then hopefully, uh, you know, plan a tour around that. But so some of the new songs you were playing today, those will be on your yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah. We're gonna put out a three track EP. Um, yeah, we're really like focusing in on to make sure that those three tracks are you know. So we play the three songs today. For sure. What were those three songs? 
Uh, start. Outsiders. Outsiders and Strangers. Okay. Yeah. So. so look out! Look out for those three songs. Uh, when when you guys do travel, how do you travel on a bus? Do you fly or or, or what do you? Uh, uh, just just, just cars. Yeah. Uh, for now, but we did have a van. Yeah. At one point, we did have we a van that rusted through the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> we, actually, we we bought a one thousand dollar van, and like it, it had the check engine light on it. So I was like, all right, we're gonna get like a little bit of little bit of time out of this. And um, but then when I took it in for inspection, they were like, you put you put like base amps back there. Like, they said that, like basically the floor in the back was so rusted through. They were like, I can't believe that it held. <laughs> like they, they were like, I can't believe the bass amps didn't. And I slept back there, mind you. Yeah, exactly. With the equipment. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was that was not our good, best. But. Our best vehicle that we ever toured in was. Uh, there's a local guy that has a uh, like a veggie van that he made himself that runs on vegetable oil. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. So like, it's like a biodiesel. It's like a it's a mixture of like veggie oil and diesel, and there's two tanks. Um, and you basically have to start driving on just the diesel and then you flip a switch and it like starts pouring the veggie oil in there and like mixes it up wow. and you because get like a thousand crazy, miles to miles. a gas yeah. tank. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, we basically had two giant jugs of veggie oil in the back and that like lasted us like an entire tour up the east coast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to let yeah, me see if crazy. I can remember this exactly. We went, because I, I get the, the two that were right around the same time. Mm -hmm. um, we went from Pittsburgh to Philly. Philly to New York yeah. Yeah. to Connecticut to yeah 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 no 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 you see that's what I'm saying it's like mixed no, up yeah. uh, down to Virginia yeah uh, and back, back to, Pittsburgh on, to one, Pittsburgh on one tank, tank. wow yeah, met the dude wow. filled up and then we went all the way out to Chicago, Chicago Iowa Rockford, um, Illinois Illinois Michigan uh, and then no that was on the second one. Oh. And then through Ohio and back on one Yeah. Jeez. It was Crazy. wild. We wow. need to find this guy and get yeah, him exactly. to retrofit yeah. our RV. Yeah. 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 We all <laughs> smelled like French fries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's probably the worst it's part. Like, but it was it's really like, cool. we really like, the, like this band. We don't know why, but we're craving French fries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're craving them. We don't like play at McDonald's. They're so salty <laughs> and good. It's just an interesting thing, because like, it, it, the, the reason why you had to do it on diesel is because like, if, the, if the oil was still in the lines whenever it, like, you stop the engine, then it would uh, congeal, you mm. know, and like, and then it would clog your clog. The gotcha. So that's why you had to you had to start. Which did happen? It did happen once. That was you had to start. You had to start on the diesel and then get the engine hot enough, and then ten minutes before you ended your trip, then you had to switch it back over to diesel, so diesel refilled the wow. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of wild. That was actually scary though, because we were um, at like. Yes. yes, like <laughs> a lot our of car like stalled out because of that. We didn't know like what the problem was until I think it was you opened the gas yeah. tank and it was like spewing it hot spewed. like yeah. vegetable oil came out, oh. like vegetable oil and like diesel came out and like almost like burned yeah. you. That was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was wow. really bad. We got it fixed. Yeah. Made it to the gig. That's <laughs> 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 Nevada Color presented by McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, guys. Well, hey. Thanks so much for coming on the Home Run Wheels podcast. Good luck this year uh, uh, with the new record. Uh, keep up the good work with, uh, with the community work. Oh, yeah. Really, really appreciate you guys uh, coming on so the much, Home Run on Wheels podcast. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is fun. That was Nevada Color on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. And you're going to want to check them out. Good, fun band and some good guys. Yes.